it going, you imitators? This was episode 28, Nathan Mosier. Um, he's uh, he's kind of newer. He's a fresh face, but um, yeah, it was a good it was a good episode. We talked a lot of comedy. We talked a lot about um, uh, alternates to comedy, like um, making a choice between like okay am i gonna go through with it am i not you know you'll 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 hear it all that's good it's all good um so you know um like usual comment uh rate on itunes and stitcher um comment on the page on the facebook page facebook.com slash yamatat with doug culp um our apartment comedy show, um, it's not going right now, but, um, I talked to the landlady and she's going to talk to the manager of the building and we might get it going, um, in like the garage area of this apartment building. So that'd be, that'd be awesome to get it up and running again. Um, follow my Twitter at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Follow the show at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. And uh, follow Nathan at ASAP, A-S-A-P-S-A-D, sad, ASAP sad. Um, it's, it's a fake rapper that he made up. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. You'll hear about that. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Enjoy, Yamitators. Yam it up. All right. Oh, you don't like it? No, not as much. Here, just in case she comes back. You have a roommate? The noise. Yeah, it's my landlady. Oh, you have a lot of cool stuff. I got the board games there. Got my records, some records there. Most of them right here. Yeah, whoa, you have a piano too. Mm -hmm. Do you play it? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on it. Oh, but you're gonna clean it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm all, I'm all settled in. Yeah, I've tried to use that dresser, like, not yeah. very much, because it's hers, and she has it here so that I can use it or whatever, but, I mean, I don't really need it. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice table. Got my toaster oven over there. Sunny game show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, after... After season two, the summer after season two, it's always sunny. They had some like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia game show at mm. SDSU, and I wasn't even a student there, but I went down for it. Wow. Because I was like, cool, like maybe the cast will be there, mm -hmm. just like bullshit and whatever, and um, but they weren't. It was <laughs> like it was like some lady that FX hired, and she was like the host of the game show. They, they and just I, did like it's always sunny stuff. Yeah. Trivia from the show. I destroyed the competition. It was great. Do they, do they do that game where that they did in the show? Like no, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't even. I can't remember all the episodes. Uh, Flipadelphia. That was one of them. The flip cup game. Um, but yeah, it was only season two. Was just after the like they ran for office mm -hmm. and like. Um, yeah, it was still pretty early on.
but I knew every question. It was great. At one point, the stupid skanky host girl was like, here, here. She, like, grabbed my arm, brought me away from the podiums. Mm. She was like, just stand over here for a minute. We all know <laughs> you're going to win. <laughs> I was like, dude, I wanted to, Dang. like, get every point. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just looking at everything. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of collectibles. My dad collects Star Wars figures. Nice. It's only stuff like he, yeah. He isn't as much anymore, but. Dude, it's fun. That thing, that like Death Star looking thing, mm -hmm. that's a game where uh, it takes four AA batteries and then you start it up and then it's like, um, it's kind of like Bop It, yeah. where, where you have to like turn it to certain things and it's got pictures on it, so it'll be like Luke and you have to go, what? And it's like Han. And you're like, uh. That's uh, cool. Yeah, or like different numbers and or like different. Uh, where did you find that? Sounds. Just like at a store. At a garage, garage sale, house. I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it wasn't working, and then, um... It's cool, we have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man, over the next 12 years, you're going to acquire a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's recording, so... Oh, for real? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wait, so you're 30? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm young. <laughs> yeah? But you know what you want. Huh? But you know what you want. Yeah, man. Comedy. No, happiness. <laughs> <laughs> happiness? No. <laughs> no, I'd be sad. Yeah, of course. Sad. All comics do. <laughs> Here, you know what? Feel free to use a handmade handmade poster. Is there a reason you, you uh, cut it like this? Uh... I curved it just for aesthetic, I think. Because I was like, well, if it's going to be handmade, might as well look a little... Yeah, like professional. A little <laughs> less than garbage. A little less than like, hey, nice cardboard squares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you grew up in San Diego? No. Or, no, no, no. Forgot, okay. So... You never even knew. I, I don't think I, I even told you. You didn't tell me? Oh, okay. I was born in the Bay Area... And we moved to Reno when I was two. We moved to Tulsa when I was seven. Mm -hmm. Santa Maria, which is, do you know where that is? It's kind of like Santa Barbara area. Santa, yeah. Take an I'm hour just guessing hour. it's near Santa Ana, Santa Maria. If it has Santa in it, they're all in the same area. Uh, San Luis Obispo. Oh, so it's around there? It's around okay. there, yeah. Uh, when I was ten, we moved to northern Kentucky when I was fourteen. And then I went to high school out there. And then, yeah, I did the two-year Mormon mission, Dominican Republic. Oh, you're a Mormon? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I know some people that, uh, some guy went to Mexico. One guy's in Utah from my high school. Yep. How was that? It was cool, man. It was really, really good. You're still practicing? Mm -hmm. like No. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, the mission's just two years, though. That Wait, how was that? Like, just fun? You guys... Like, well, is it, it was like, like a seminary type thing? Like, you have to study Well, it's, or... it's two years, and, like, it, it's you always have someone with you. Yeah. So, to, like, kind of, like, watch each other's back, I guess. And, um, um, you know, just preaching preaching the good word. Oh, you, have, you just go to people? Like, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. The guys in white shirt and tie and, like, name tag and stuff, that was me for two years. Oh, wow. 
So wait, all those guys like in the suits, uh, like even in LA, they're on their Mormon mission. If they've got the name tag, like if there's no name tag, then and they're just walking around, like, because I know nice. I know the Jehovah's Witnesses, like they they'll go out, um, and they still dress up and whatever, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Like my roommate, I kept telling him he looks like him. Like acts and looks like a Mormon, <laughs> but he's not a Mormon. Because <laughs> I've met, who have I met that's Mormon? No, I don't even. I don't even know if I've met Mormons that act like. I just know from South Park and like yep. that's and like just stereotypical Mormons. <laughs> so that's how I imagine it. And he acted exactly like, like the South Park episode. Okay. Mormon, but he's, he's like, not a Mormon. Hey everyone. Yeah, right, <laughs> just really good, like natured and. Super nice. Well, it's good to hear that we put out a good example. Yeah, (laughs) but it was making fun of you. Yeah. But it was a good, like... Oh, like the the Mormon family or whatever, where they're like, we can't be friends anymore or something. Yeah, like they play board games together. (laughs) uh, I don't know. Just, like, act really nice all the time. Yeah. He acted like that. But he's just Catholic. What a loser. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um... Yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. It's been a good ride. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, and you did that, and then what else? And I'm, I mean, I'm I'm interviewing you. Don't interview me. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I just, <laughs> we can. We're also I'm getting to meeting, know each other. Yeah. We, 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 I'm meeting. We you met two. that one night, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even haven't seen you perform. So and I, you haven't seen me. You didn't. Oh, you, you were outside when suck. I. Yeah, went we both might suck. Yeah, we both do suck. <laughs> Uh, probably, probably. Well, I mean, we're doing home mics. So <laughs> everyone sucks. That's have, you, have you filmed any of your sets? Yeah, filmed some sets, but um, did you put them up on YouTube? No, not yet. I want to get better first. Dude, you gotta have the bad stuff up there. You know why? Because then you put the good stuff up there, and then people go, "Oh, he's he's gotten better. He's why have grown." You done that and it's happened. Put bad stuff up. Yeah, and then put the good stuff. And then, sure. Really, and then the happened. So well, I was like, oh, he's better. I mean, like, I say that. Because <laughs> I have stuff up. Uh, the first one I posted was, like, my second time ever. Uh-huh. And um, it's it's kind of cool to, like, go through and see, like, as a yeah. history and just be like, oh, whoa, whoa, that's what I was doing then? Holy cow. Yeah, I don't have... I have the, f- like, my friend had the first time I ever did it on iPhone. But this is all pretty recent. But uh, I have a video of me doing, like, and it's still on YouTube because our student put it up. Like, I have a- international students that stay at our house. Like, yeah. And uh, one from Taiwan, she, like, it was my talent show in high school. Mm-hmm. And I played piano. And, and then I told one-liners. And I tried to do, it like, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. But I wasn't playing, like, just the black keys like he does. I was, uh... <laughs> I was playing, like, this Korean, um, there's this Korean pianist named, uh, Yuruma, and he plays, like, super sappy, like, uh, really beautiful, I like it, like, it's really beautiful music, and just really (laughs) soothing, so I played that, and then I told one-liners, and, and it was like, you know, there was like 300 people in the auditorium, yeah, yeah, and every joke did well, and then, um, so, So why don't you do that now, where's your piano? I don't know. I like. I like. <laughs> it's hard. I did it once, but uh, it is hard to. Just I don't know. Be I was like... just copying someone else. I haven't done it since. <laughs> but I still like those songs, you know. Yeah. Um, 
I still I could probably still play the song that I play. It's probably like one out of one person out of every fifty audiences it would be like, Oh, that's Yoruma. Oh I know, <laughs> I know that. They knew it. <laughs> no, I I got like ten of his sheet musics and like learned his song. They're so nice. They just like they're really easy to play because I took like piano I took piano lessons. Bro. So like I could for nine years. So six years. Six years, wow. Yep. So like I could play all the really hard technically well, I could, not anymore, but I could play, like, all the really hard technical pieces. Mm -hmm. And so, but after you stop practicing for, like, two years, you can't really do that anymore. Yeah. Like, or you can't sight read that stuff. So, like, Yuruma is, like, it's just, like, a, um, it's, like, a fifth. Well, I don't know what that's called. It's, like, it's a pad, like, do 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 just on the bass. Uh, not arpeggio. Just, just uh, a name for it. Whatever. But it's really easy. Yeah. And it's just that. And then the, the uh, right hand is just, like, the Chords. melody. Oh, and so it's really, yeah, it's just like a broken chord on the bottom. Yeah, yeah arpeggio. And then the, <laughs> the top is just like the melody. So it's really easy to play right. and really easy to learn really quickly. But it sounds like it's hard. <laughs> so it's like awesome to just learn. Like nice. it takes you like an hour to learn. And, and then you play for shoes. people and they're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, it sounds awesome. Are you some concert penis or something? And you're like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's just your room, though. And it's like the same, uh, it's like the same melody like motif over and over again okay but just with so once you get his pattern down you yeah can... so it's really it's like one of the easiest things to learn <laughs> but it's awesome to just play is he still alive yeah he's still alive he does like a lot of his songs are in movies so we just ousted him as like hey man we know what you're doing <laughs> i don't know it takes a it takes a when you if you look at the she music it's like stripped down but like when you um when you hear him play, it's like he goes like all crazy, you know, like he does right. variations and stuff. So it's basic, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a novice. He's a novice. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. He wrote it all, but it's all garbage. Dang. Wait, so you took six years? Do you still uh, play a lot, or like, not, um, like do you compose or just look up stuff and learn it? Uh, neither of those. Well, I do. I write music on the piano, but I don't like write it all down. Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of, like, when I'm, while I'm writing the song, if I break it up, then I'll, like, record it on my phone, and then I'll say, like, right hand starts out here, yeah. left hand starts out here, and yeah. then I'll, like, do the progressions or whatever, and then um, then I can listen to it later, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't write on sheet music, just because, I think, for me, when I was taking lessons, this is... This is going to be some good podcast material for someone taking piano lessons out there. Um, when I took lessons, it was a matter of, like, I could read it, but, like, pretty slowly. Yeah. And then once I got a feel for it, then it became more, like, muscle memory. Yeah. So, like, when my, when my eyes were on a certain part of the song, like, I just knew where my hands yeah, should be yeah. instead of, like, internalizing it and... Um, yeah, so it's just more of a muscle memory thing for me. Yeah, The yeah. sheet music. Because I, uh, like, I taught myself the, um, the song from Truman Show. You remember uh -huh. that movie? No, I don't remember the, sh the, song, the song, but I remember the movie. Okay. There's a, a song, like, near the end when he's, um, uh, when he finds out that it's all like been a lie and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was like, that would be a really cool song to learn. So I got the sheet music, and I'm like fumbling through it, fumbling through it for a couple of days. And then finally I just kind of like knew where to, where my hands should go. Like huh. still reading it, but yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, you uh, said you found the sheet music. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I could do that. I think I can memorize pretty well now. But yeah, like just coming, just knowing like, like, like I can't by ear. I can't really do that. Yeah, and I can't like if you put sheet music in front of me, I can't be like, oh, bling 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 bling. Oh, okay. Can you do that? I can do that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, I can figure it out. Maybe it'll take a while, but I was like really good at sight reading. Yeah. Like, um, like level three. I was like three years in, and like. Um, I hated it at the be- no I liked it at the beginning because my sister did piano I was like I don't want to do that yeah. so I did it and then I hated it for like a year or something and then the third year was when I like started liking it again okay. and I started just like going through all my books that my teacher gave me and just like trying to play all them so I, was, I wasn't like practicing what I was supposed to but I was uh, still like you're going ahead of the class yeah in a weird way like I was learning <laughs> on my own but like the song I was supposed to learn I wasn't practicing that much so I was able to like get by but, um, yeah, so I was just good at sheet music, and then, and then I, I don't know, I just kept doing it. And Dude. Six, I think, like, six years in, it was, like, I got really into Billy Joel. Yeah. And so then I, like, learned, try to learn his songs. Do you know any Ben Folds? Um, yeah, but, like, his are hard. Like, I looked up, it was, like, Philosophy, I think, and I tried to play it, and it's, <laughs> it's hard. Like, like, I could learn it if I really <laughs> practiced, but... Like I said, I was trying to do the easy ones. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't do it. I still have that sheet music, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I can kind of plunk stuff out by ear yeah. a little bit. So I was teaching myself um, philosophy, but just just yeah. the first part, because then it like goes nuts. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to have like just the little. Yeah, I think even I can learn if part. I if I really try, but it would take a while. Like I'd actually have to practice. Yeah. Which, I don't want to. That was the thing I hated most about piano lessons was, did you practice? Did you practice? Yeah, did I you think, practice? like... Nah, no! I don't think anyone alone. really likes... I don't know. I don't think people like practicing at all. No. Because like, you want to... I mean, you want to be good at it right away, and when you suck at it, you're like, ah. Yeah, I don't but know. But that's just the it's thing. Weird. It's like, do you want to get good at it or not? I was like, I think that's the reason, like, like SAT tests... Um, I think that's the difference between people who take the classes and the people that um, get good get SAT scores like by themselves. Like you can study on your own and do all the the book and all that stuff, but most people don't have the discipline to actually do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And like those classes make you do it, yeah, rigorously, which is like awful. <laughs> but yeah. some people that take the classes it doesn't really do much, but a lot of, a lot of people it helps. And then some people study on their own. Some people are just natural. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it's, for for us it was ACT because oh yeah I took the ACT too yeah so we took <coughs> I took the ACT like sophomore year maybe end of sophomore year or something and um I got a twenty and the highest is like thirty six yeah so I got a twenty thirty two eh, maybe thirty six I forget but I got a twenty and I was like yeah. all right whatever and then um, junior year like. I had taken geometry, yeah. so I would know a little more math, probably do a little better. Also got a 20. And then I was like, all right, screw it. I'm not even going to uh-huh. worry about it. So then senior year, like, I hadn't had math at all because I just decided to opt out of math my senior yeah. year. And um, and I was just taking it easy. And I was like, oh, also, sophomore year, wait. Maybe junior year, I also took the class, too. Mm-hmm. Still got a 20. And then my mom was like, just take it one more time. Like, see if you can get a better score. And I was like, ugh, fine. 
twenty. <laughs> I thought this was like a story where you're gonna like randomly do really well. No, because you were talking about the classes and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I took them too, but nothing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sometimes it doesn't help. Yeah, some. Uh, I've heard it's like an exercise in test taking, like. Yeah, if you're good at, I'm like, I've always been pretty good at taking tests, mm. like, because I have like a good system of just like guessing, like, you know, so. Yeah. But, I don't know. <laughs> Narrowing it down. What'd you get on the SAT? I got a, a pretty good, um. What's the highest? I don't even know. What's the highest? 2,400. Is the highest so I got, Yeah, I got like a 2,000. What? <laughs> but I got a really good score on the ACT. I don't know. Let's... MacArthur Genius Grant over here. <laughs> but, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've been, I was pretty school, smart in school. Yeah. All right. But, um, so what happened? Huh? <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. Just threw away my <laughs> dream. No. Threw away my brain. Threw away my future. No, I feel dumb now. I don't know. If, uh, people have probably talked or. Oh, yeah, so I heard some comedian talk. <laughs> like, not comedian, open mic. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, just, like, you go to UCLA. I'm going to UCLA, and it's, like, yeah. everyone's smart. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, like, They're like, I got a 2350. Yeah, like, and then now I'm, like, English major, and then I got in for bioengineering. Right. And then now I'm an English major, and I want to do stand-up, and it's, like, and I'm, like, trying to get good at that first. <laughs> so, like, everybody, but now I'm, like, talking to people who are, like, lower ranked, than me in high school, but, like, they're going to, like, a Cal State, but they're doing bioengineering mm. or something like that. So, like, like if we just talked about my major and, like, graduating from colleges and stuff, that determines success, like, they're going to be way more successful than me. Uh. But, like, they were looked dumber, technically, <laughs> in high school. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just depends on how you apply yourself. Yeah, all these stupid, dumb idiots are uh, yeah, gonna be doing, doing well. Bank. Yeah. Idiots. No, but yeah, people in, in UCLA are smart. Like, uh, like I know I'm still. Sm- it's a low. I know low I'm smart because like, huh? It's a pretty low acceptance rate, or yeah, what? really low. Um, because it's the highest applicant pool in the nation. Like, okay. So like, everyone people, wants to go there. Everyone wants to go there, but not only that, everyone thinks they can get in. Okay. Because obviously everyone wants to go to Harvard, but like, they don't. They're not gonna apply because they. I never wanted to go to Harvard. <laughs> oh, good. And either. Well, actually. <laughs> Did you apply to Harvard? Yeah, but I didn't get in. Ooh, uh, did you apply to Yale? But if I got into Harvard over UCLA, I still... Yeah, I'd probably have to go. To Harvard? Huh? Yeah, like, I, I don't think my parents would give me a choice. They'd be like, you're going to Harvard. <laughs> I mean, that's everyone. What are the other ones? Yale, uh, Stanford, right? Oh, Isn't yeah. Another up there one? Talking about Ivy Leagues or just up yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Stanford's, like, not an Ivy League, but it's up there. Um, Brown? Yale, Brown, um, Princeton... Oh yeah, Princeton. Um, Dartmouth. Every time I hear Princeton, I I think of like that violin song. It's like really what? Bottles cannon. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like drinking tea, and they yeah, all proper and except it's in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. So it's shitty. They're very proper in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Harvard. Yeah, I definitely need to come to Harvard because <laughs> you. I don't know. You just get, you just have to write for the Harvard Lampoon, and then there you go. You then you're gonna be a writer. National Lampoon. I don't know. Yeah. I heard it's not even that great. Or like my friends were showing me it. 
It's not even that great, but like, like the uh, prestige online is... online or something? Or? Yeah, it's like, there's stuff online. It's not that great, it's just like the prestige of it. Yeah. And probably also because like, it was really great back then. Yeah, now it's like, like whatever. I think a lot of Simpsons writers came from there. No, yeah, yeah. Well, they had like a huge national magazine, like the National Lampoon, that like branched off from that. And that yeah. was like super successful. Yeah. But I don't think the actual Harvard thing is like that great anymore, but... If it's just like you're going to Harvard, so you're gonna get a job that's successful, like whatever you do at Harvard. Yeah. And then you'll be much, connected. You'll be yeah. It's yeah. like the Freemasons. You'll know people everywhere. Yeah, yeah everywhere. <laughs> and then and then you write for that thing, and then that's your connection to write. I don't know. Then you're golden for the rest probably. of your life. Probably. You probably yeah. have to be good too, but <laughs> nope. Don't have to be good. Don't even have to be smart. You can you can flunk out first yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think you to Harvard from my high school. Um, yeah? Yeah. And in sixth grade, he told me I was smarter than him. So. Oh! Yeah! So he's an idiot! <laughs> Going he's on, man. <laughs> no, no, we were like best friends in sixth grade. <laughs> and we would like, we were both smart, and then we'd talk to each other. Like, I was like, oh man, you're smarter than me. He's like, no, you're smarter than me. I was like, no, you're definitely smarter than me. <laughs> and he is. Looks like he was right. Yeah, he's definitely... Sorry, well, no. I was right. Because he thought Oh, right. Was, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got lost. I got lost in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So what's your uh, ultimate, ultimate goal for, like, career, job, gig, whatever you want to call it? I don't even know anymore. Just do stand-up. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because... I want to... What, what appeals to you? Like, what... What makes you go, man, that would be awesome to do that well, and get I, paid for it? I like the idea of writing. Um, writing, like, on a TV show or, okay. or anything, like, writing. And then, like, using that to, like, keep doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, get good at stand-up in L.A. Or, or, you know, and then after I'm good at stand-up, get a writing job and then do that and see how that is. Because I could hate it. Uh, yeah. And then if and then you go back to stand up. Cuz like, I mean, I think like cuz depending on what show you're writing for would probably depend on how much you like it, obviously. Like yeah. uh, cuz especially for as from a stand-up's perspective cuz I would like to write for TV too. Yeah. Um I think writing for a sitcom would be great cuz you yeah. just be like throwing bits out all over the place. Yeah. Being like, "Bam, what about this? What yeah. about this? What about that?" And then Punch-up sounds fun. Huh? Punching up scripts. Oh, okay. That, I, li I like the idea of that. Yeah. Um, Where someone gives you a script and they're like, can you make this a little funnier? Yeah, I like the idea of that. Um, and I don't know, just, but right now I just, I want to get good at stand-up because I don't feel like I'm where I want to be yet. Yeah. But that's a long journey to get actually good at it. Yeah. So, I don't uh, know. Ten years. Yes, yeah, that's, 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 that's what I've heard. Well, that, they say that's like 10 years until you can like sustain yourself off of stand-up. Yeah. But like, I'm sure you're pretty, you're pretty good before 10 years. Huh? I said you're, uh, I think you're... Me? Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you'd still yeah. be like pretty good at stand-up before yeah, yeah. 10 years. It's it just does, not... It's not, you don't like hit it at 10 years and then there's some magic yeah, door yeah, that yeah. you walk through. Yeah. It's the magic funny door. <laughs> yeah. You walk through it and you're like, oh, everyone thinks I'm funny yeah, now. Yeah. No, just sustaining yourself, that's what I heard, but I'm mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I don't know, but it's hard. It's hard to be good. To be funny. Yeah. Welcome to the world, man.
What about you? What's your goal? Uh, yeah, like writing for TV. Being on TV, like I want to... Part of um, stand-up is like I want to entertain the world, you know? Yeah. Make people laugh. If I could do that on like a TV show or something. Yeah. Um, even like if it was a Netflix... Whatever, because that's just being it's still considered TV, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I like I used to really, really, really want to be on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Because that would be awesome. Yeah. And um, I think the I think the door is closing on that oh, <laughs> on that opportunity. Cause, yeah, I'm thirty. And, yeah. Um, I think Fred Armisen started on it when he was thirty. That means right now. Yeah. You have like. Uh, well, I'm getting a call, so I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> like less than a year. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's an, I used to watch when I was, like, younger with my dad, but I've never, like, dreamed of being on SNL, I think. Craig Ferguson was, like, one of the, um, but it's, it's going away. Yeah. Late, late, he's, late, quitting, late. he's quitting. He's quitting. That's, step, uh, my down. dad's obsessed with, not obsessed, but, like, he's watched, like, every single episode. Dude, Craig Ferguson's... Funny, yeah, dude. I think he's hilarious. And my, I used to watch with my dad like every night. Yeah. And then my dad, his name is Craig. He's born the same year as Craig Ferguson. Ooh. They both like James Bond. Um, <laughs> they're both balding, probably. I don't know. They're but, like, both Scottish. They're both Scottish, and uh, they're both <laughs> divorced three times. No, I don't know. That's not true. My dad. No, but my dad, uh, my dad like really likes him, and so I would watch him. So like that would. If I ever got on late night, like to do a set or something, that would be like the first place I would go to. Yeah. But, but it's going it's away. It's gone away, so I, that kind of bums me out. I know. Right. I don't We're know. Still somehow right for it. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Conan, but like I never watched Conan that much. Like I've mm. seen him, but Craig Ferguson was the only late night person I ever really watched. Yeah. So, and I read his autobiography and like, uh, yeah, I like him a lot, and because I like, grew up with him, and then my dad—if my dad saw me on that, then that's like a little, the ultimate like yeah. closing of psychological wounds or anything that my dad <laughs> just like. Do you love me now, Pop? Yeah. So I can't do that though. It sucks. Oh, man. So that yeah, that was definitely like a big thing. So I don't know what else. So now your dreams are ruined. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, so I, I have no idea, like, what I want to do <laughs> with that, but, yeah, just do it. Was that one of the things that was driving you in stand-up, to, like, no, be no. on, oh, okay. It was more, like, that'd after cool. I started like, doing stand-up, I was cool. like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but, no, that's not my, um, just, I don't know, um, there's no, like, one show that, like, led me to, there's, like, people that drove me to it, I guess, so. Such as? Such as, um, well, like. I got inspired to do it because I wanted to be uh, a doctor. Like, I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. You and got inspired to do stand-up because you wanted to be an orthopedic... surgeon. A surgeon. Oh, inspired. okay, okay. So, like, I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon, and so I did, like... I started having doubts about it, and so then I, um, I like, did a work shadow program for surgery, mm -hmm. and, like, I just followed around, like, some surgeons. I didn't see them do surgery, but, like, they... Right lectured us it was through some program but it was at like uh, cedar sinai do your homework <laughs> clean your room <laughs> no, they, like, lectured us, like, they, they gave us presentations on like different parts of the body it was a yeah. head and neck it was like a um head and neck ear uh, i can't remember like there's like a your nose and throat for yeah ent uh your and so was, they would like show you different parts and then one of the guys um he's like the head of the practice and he's just like 
older black guy, like 40s, and uh, he went to my, the same high school as me, so we started talking, and then two of the other guys, like, in my group uh, were Jewish, so they went to Yom Kippur, like, to the temple on one of the days we were supposed to meet, so it was just me and him, and then he's just, like, we're talking, he's like, oh, yeah, I played basketball at Culver High, and, like, we're talking, and he was supposed to give me a presentation on, like, head and neck cancer. Yeah. And he's like, we're just talking. He's like, what, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. And he's just like, first things first. Like, if you want to be a surgeon, you have to have zero doubts about it. He's like, if there's anything you can picture yourself doing, go do that. <laughs> and then, like, like what the? Like, he got really serious really quick. Yeah. And then just, like, stand-up was like, I was writing jokes for fun. And just, like, watching it a lot. I was, like, obsessed with it at yeah. that point. And so, yeah, he was, like, just told me. He gave me, like, like, we talked for, like, an hour. And it was just me, like, listening to him. Yeah tell me inspirational things about like how to be successful and uh so then yeah i was like oh shit i don't think i have what it takes to be a surgeon because he was basically telling me like like he's like you want to do this don't and here are, here is like an hour worth of reasons why you shouldn't do this yeah. and then if you by the end of this thing if you still want to do it yeah then you got what it takes but at the end of it i was like oh this sounds hard that's a good uh, that's a good thing that he did because like what you do for the rest of your life, like, it should be something that you're just like, I love this. I yeah. love this. Yeah. Like, um, but my, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I, I realized, like, because he was, like, super serious, and, like, but all the other surgeons were, like, I think it's, like, a has, it partly has to do with the fact that he's black, because, like, he went through oppression, and people told him not to go to, like, mm. a good school. He went to Berkeley, and, like, they are like, you should go to community college, even though he had, like, the best grades. Yeah. And went, played sports and stuff. And so he's, like, very serious. Like, all the other surgeons were, like, oh. they, were, they were, like, oh, you spent, you were with him alone the whole time? Did you get scared? <laughs> they thought he was too serious. And so, like, all the other surgeons, like, were a little bit more laid back. And yeah. they're, like, yeah, whatever. I do plastic surgery. I do Botox whatever. Yeah. And so I think, like, I think if you, I think it just depends, like, what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you want to do something like stand-up or, like, be a surgeon, which are, like, two extremely hard things. Like, you have to be, like, a hard-ass a little bit. Yeah. But if you want to just do, like, I don't know, something, you like, you want to be, like, a, a physician's, Gym teacher. A, a physician's assistant <laughs> or something. Like, it's not as tough. You, you still have to go to, like, med school, but it's not as, like, you know. Not as... Oh, you have to chase your... You could just be, like, I want to make a, a comfortable amount of money and yeah. just work with people. Yeah. So, and like, thing. it's And, like, it's crazy to me, like, how many people... Um, get careers and get jobs where they're like yeah i mean i just do this like i don't really like it but it's a job it's a living or whatever yeah and then i die and it's like dude like yeah. life is short like you should do what you yeah. want to do i don't know i just think it's like um it's like you find what you live for like my mom like works at well she i'm sure she like obviously liked it because she came all the way from the philippines and like went to grad school for math and then like for is meth? For meth. And then <laughs> <laughs> she um, got her master's in breaking bad. No, she, she came for meth and then, uh, dang. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but yeah, she, and then now she's working like a really good job and she's been doing that for 20 years. Like, I don't think she like is crazy about her job, but she has a family and like, she li you like live for her dream is probably the American dream, not like right, right. You know, trying to entertain people. So yeah. I think she like reached her dream, I guess. I yeah, know. and it's also, I mean, it's it's important to do something where, 
I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just depending on who you are and what you want, obviously. But, um, like, I never want to retire. Okay. Like, when um, I left my job down in San Diego, there, like, there was a good 401k program. There was benefits. There really? was paid time off. Yeah, like, it was a job job. Like, I could have just, like, settled there like slowly gotten more raises and whatever and just it's been a, a pretty good job like you're getting yeah oh nice and um because you didn't like it but i yeah i didn't yeah. i didn't like it. like it was something where not only did i not like the work but it was something where i was just like i don't want to do this anymore like the thing that i need to do is move away to LA and like if I really want to like pursue stand up and acting and writing and all that stuff I need to be in LA like, yeah so I finally like saved up a chunk to like be okay up here and just kind of go after it yeah and then are you gonna find like a day job here or and yeah I mean I'm that? looking I'm looking for stuff all the time like on uh -huh. Craigslist um like in the gig section yeah like in the entertainment and whatever and oh you want to like do some entertainment like gig for now yeah like writer's assistant or something yeah that would nice. be awesome yeah if I, if I could get in a writer's room yeah oh man that'd be awesome yeah because like writer's assistant is one step away from like do you want to be a writer on the show yeah kind of thing um uh a buddy of mine is a pa and he said he's gonna not physician's assistant wow production assistant <laughs> and he well, said, physician's assistant's one step away from your position. Yeah. So it's a good gig to get you into that industry. But he's a production assistant, and he said that he could uh, uh, probably help me find a job as a production yeah, assistant. Yeah, nice. Like, just kind of. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. You need to see how it works and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That's, that's cool, yeah. A lot of people do that work in entertainment. Yeah. You're not as long as you're not trying to find like a like a coffee shop job or anything. No, so. probably not. Yeah. Well, so I mean, maybe entertainment would probably be a lot, uh, a lot more like you could like learn while you're there. Yeah. So it wouldn't. A be lot as, of like on yeah. the job learning stuff yeah. and just learning what different people are, what their jobs yeah. are and stuff and. Um, yeah, I just want to. You know, entertain the world. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> Figure out. But stand up, um, have you gotten any like gigs out of stand up? Or oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. 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 You mean like shows and stuff? Like yeah, paid yeah. though, but yeah. uh, paid though? Um, no. Oh okay. Um, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've done shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's still. I just want to be good. I want to just get good. Just do. I wish I could. I wish, like, because it's summer now, so I can do, like, as many open mics as I want, but I wish I could, like, do as much during the school year. Yeah. I'm still able to do it consistently, but it's not, like, I don't know. There's a lot of people that are, like, going hard. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, school's probably holding you back a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as, like, time and, like, you're like, well, i got to dedicate this much time to Do you, like, study? Yeah. Cause when I do was... I study? Because <laughs> when I was in college... I didn't really study. Yeah. I didn't really know how, yeah. kind of. Like, it didn't have that much of an yeah. effect later, I guess. Plus, I just, 
as as I went on in school, I was seeing less and less importance in like school. Yeah, with, I'm seeing versus that versus like now. what versus what I want to do. I'm seeing that now. The only trade off like is if I wasn't in school, I'd be having to wake up early every day for a day job, and have to move out probably my parents' house. And I mean, I I've like I think I like overestimate my parents like sternness sometimes like oh if i dropped out of school like they would not talk to me which is like not what happened what yeah, happened at all yeah. i think like like when i got in my first like minor car crash i thought my dad was gonna like yell at me when i get home and he's like oh you okay and i'm like like you're not gonna like hit me right now he's never hit me but, like, i just thought they were gonna like freak out so i don't think they would freak out that much but um they'd probably be like are you sure like just sit you down and talk yeah because we when I switched to Hayes, my mom cried, <laughs> and she, oh. like, called all my relatives and told, and tried to get my cousin to, uh, who's, like, a college counselor or something. Tried to, to get him to talk and, you out and, of it. Yeah, but my cousin was, like, against it, but I'm sure when they talked, she was like, yeah, I'll do it, but she never did, so she was probably a little bit more on my side, and hmm. my mom was freaking out, but, yeah, so, and then eventually she's like, I'll let him do it. That's cool. But, yeah, it's like, so if I took the next step that whole phase would probably happen again and then so I, i'm not sure yet and then getting a day job would be tough and i know i probably i know who i'd probably live with i have like friends that i'd probably live with but yeah that's i don't know yet yeah the day job so thing tough. it can be it can wear down just because yeah i'd have like, to get rid of all and also the trade-off is i would get rid of any uh college experience that i have may be able to have you know what i mean like yeah that's true like parties and just you know it's very safe it's, it's like very social too like the very, thing yeah safe and social the thing that i liked about college was the social aspect where yeah. it was like i'm meeting a lot of friends here yeah everyone like a lot some people don't like that but i'm just gonna turn it on silent it's a loud vibrate <laughs> all right um yeah I do, I do miss that about college, but I don't miss any of the, like... Yeah, schoolwork. Schoolwork and, like, all the pointless, like, pointless classes that I had to go through where it was, like, this is your general ed. You have to take this yeah. to be able to get a degree, whatever. And, like, uh, my mom was in such denial for... Yeah. For a while, just, like, uh, you know, just get a degree. Just get an associate's degree. It's fine. Just go yeah, back to school. Yeah, I don't know I mean, it's it like a two-year really. community college degree, right? Yeah. That doesn't. And I went to school for not eight, at all, right? Eight semesters, and I still don't have an associate's uh, degree. <laughs> well, I don't think that. I think like a four-year degree, maybe that matters a little bit, but I mean, associates. I don't even know if that matters. But for like, for what I want to do, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Like, it's just. It's just a kind of status thing to be like, yeah, I went to school. Well, it's like a secure. I mean, it's like a security. That you have. Security blanket. Like, <laughs> yeah, that you feel I can, fine. I could fall back. Yeah. When it's not true at all, because you're never going to, like, it's a false sense of security, because you, like, it's like, if I got a bioengineering degree, well, if I chose to work in bioengineering, then yeah, it yeah. is a fallback. But, like, I think once you leave that, you're never going back. Yeah. And then there's, there's no way, it's like, like, I could technically, if I worked my ass off, go back to engineering, but I would never, like, because <clears throat> I'm done then. Like, I gave up on everything if I went back to <laughs> That's true. I was just seeing where we were at and if uh, it was still recording. It wasn't. It's still recording. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's 
But still, I still, I'm scared to do it first right now. You're scared to make the plunge? Yeah, because I don't know if I have what it takes yet. But I should just go for it, probably. I don't know. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough decision, man. Like, when I, when I finally was like, I can't do this anymore, like, no more. Yeah. Of this job, like, I just gotta move up here, like, it was, well, I mean, first there was a decision of stopping going to school. Yeah. Which then my mom was like, just get a degree, because then you'll yeah. have a fallback, and I'm like, spending so much time at school, so much time that I don't want to, I'm spending very little effort, because <laughs> I don't want to be there. And yeah. Yeah, and then there's a part of me that's well, never gonna, I almost fell, <laughs> there's never, there's a part of me that's never gonna, um. Like, I was like, oh, I'll, just, I'll, I'll be fine getting C's. Just get all C's. Hey, C's get degrees, man. No, but there's a part of me that, like, <laughs> since I always got good grades, yeah. uh, there's a part of me that when I do get that, I still feel awful. Oh, when you get a C? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It could be, you could give me a C in, like, soda making or something. I don't know, some <laughs> bullshit, like, thing that I care nothing about. Yeah. And if I get a C, like, I spent all this time into it. You give me a bad grade, I still am gonna feel bad because you're you're. It's like you're. It's instilled in telling, you. Yeah, it's instilled. It's like you're telling me that I'm not good at, like I'm not a good person or something. <laughs> so I got like like I got a C on a paper. I got a C plus on a paper in like English class, mm -hmm. and that I like got depressed. You're like I speak English though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got depressed. You know, so I was like, man, you know, I don't like. So then I worked hard to get a better grade. And I was like two percent better, and I felt better. Wait, on that same paper? Well, like, we had to rewrite it, and then oh, okay. it got 2% better. And, like, the teacher did this thing where she, like, would tell people they did better. She told one kid he did better, and then he got, got a lower grade, which doesn't make any sense. Mm. Maybe because, like, she was like, oh, I realized I graded your last paper too easy, mm. so I'm going to give you a worse grade. But, so there's a part of me that I don't think I'll ever be able to get just not try in school. So it's, if I don't... I'll keep trying, and then if I finally say I'm going to leave, then that's when I won't try. But, yeah. like, I don't think while I'm in school, I'm going to... I don't think there's there's a part of me that won't let myself just get okay. a bad grade. That's what I... So, like, I'm going to keep... Like, I'm the type You're of You're going to stick to it. Probably going to... If I'm still in school, I'm going to, like, try to do my best in stand-up and school, and they're both going to be, like, kind of mediocre. Yeah, which is, like, So what then I you might like, have to make a decision at some yeah. point where you're just, like... That's what I felt like all of last quarter, and like I don't feel like that now because I'm in summer. But like right. I felt like I was just getting C's in like both. You know what I mean? Ah. So you feel like if you were either able to spend all of your time with school, then you'd do really well, or all of your time yeah. stand up, then you'd Cause, do a lot yeah, better. Yeah, because I I took a break for like a week and a half, and to study From for finals. Stand up. Yeah, and like which felt like forever. It felt like a month because I was I wasn't doing it every night, but I was doing seven sets a week so I was doing it like three nights a week yeah. and so when I took a break it felt like forever but like I realized while I was studying for finals like how easy it is like school is like at least how easy what is school yeah like how easy what I was doing was yeah. like my classes were not that hard and I would if I was just doing that like which a lot of people I know you know they still have extracurriculars but they're just doing school yeah they get to hang out with their friends all the time it's so relaxing <laughs> like they get to do whatever they like I'd be free like i'd just be doing whatever just kicking it with friends and then doing some homework yeah friends. It, would, it wouldn't be that bad but like i can't because stand up want to do stand up so it's calling you yeah it's calling you back yeah so you can't escape it you can't you're trapped yeah like not in a 
bad way. In a good way. Yeah. In the best way, where it's like, I can't stop. What? Why would I ever stop? Yeah, like, there's... <laughs> well, I mean, at least me, I know I can't stop. Like, yeah. I will never stop. But, I don't know. My friend said, like, something that was, like, pretty cool. He was like, um, he was like, some people, they get really frustrated, so they give up. Other people, they keep doing it, but their attitude changes, which is the oh. same as giving up. And I was like, oh, you're right. So, like, I could, you know, there's people that keep doing it, but they aren't really, they don't have that same fire for yeah. it that they did when they first started. So they're, that's why they're not successful. But yep. the people that keep doing it, they always had that fire Yeah. from day one. So I like that. That's part of, I don't I hope Which I friend? Know. Was it one of them that I met at the other No, he, uh, he's really good at stand-up, but he hasn't been doing it lately. He's like trying to make YouTube videos or something. Huh. But, um. He's really funny, and he wants to do stand-up and stuff. He's my age. Uh, but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people, there's a lot of people I see out there that... That are doing the stand-up, but just kind of, like... Yeah, and that's, like, even now, yeah, like... Going I'm, through the motions Yeah, but even now, it's, like, hard to keep that fire. Like, I don't think I have exact same fire that I had before. But it's still there. It's yeah. just really hard to maintain. Well, another, another thing that you have to find is when you find your voice when you find your voice and you find like the purest form of you that you can put out there then like nothing can stop you or like yeah if you, you get, if you get one of those it. sets where it everything hits and you're just like holy shit that was awesome what did i do different this time than last time yeah then well i've had those but then but then the next set doesn't like i do the same thing and it doesn't work yeah as well as it did the first time. Yeah, it can depend. I mean, these these were like open mics, but with like a packed, like, it was like with a packed audience, so it felt like a show. (laughs) But yeah, that's happened, but it's not as good as I wanted it to be, because the next time it didn't work that well. But then the third time it could work the same as the first time. Then you go to a shitty open mic, like Tribal Cafe or something, and it's (laughs) never going to do that well. You have to go back to, like, a really good place for it to do yeah. that great. Well, because there's some open mics that are, like, just comics. And when it's just comics, like, it's it's a little rougher. Yeah. Because the comics are kind of just waiting for their time. Yeah. You you try and get a little reaction from yeah. the crowd. But you're not looking for, like, the yeah. huge laugh I think from all yeah. comics. Cause... I think when people start to know you, they, like, because you see the same people, I think once they start to know you, like, if they like you, then you'll start doing really well. Like you'll your baseline set will always be pretty good. Yeah. But it's but then there's people obviously once you're really good, like it doesn't matter if people you know say you're not, you're gonna kill because you're good. Mm-hmm. So but this stage I think there's sometimes I see that. It's like someone who's like they're funny, their jokes are funny, but then they're saying stuff that's not funny too, but you laugh because you know them. Oh, yeah. So it can yeah. be like... But they're in- still funny. Like, they do their joke after and the joke works. Yeah. You know, so... So whatever they say can be, like, kind of inside and, like, you're you're laughing because you know them. Yeah, a like, bit. like, that's totally them. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so tough. <sighs> but yeah. It's fun, though, man. I don't know when I'll ever be, like, killing every time. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Tomorrow. Huh? Tomorrow. Today. Today. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, I'm gonna see uh, Maria Bamford play tonight. T- play tonight at um Where? The Comedy Courtyard. Where is that? It's a newer place. Um it this will be the first time they're having stand up there. Oh. 
Um, but yeah, ten bucks. And it's uh, and what? It, like, what is the venue? Um, I think it's like a restaurant type okay. place. Ten bucks. Yeah, and there's a stage. I think it's called like Rockwell's Table and Stage or something. Okay. This uh, is like the first show. Yeah, but so she's the headliner. Jamie Lee's on the show. Um, a few other guys who I can't remember right now. But I was like, and I went on her website and it's not on there. And I was like, sweet, like it's cool to have like no, of course, those it's not gonna smaller be on there. things where it's like. Yeah, if you live in LA, like you can get here or whatever, yeah. but we're not gonna advertise it to the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, there's well, you're not like there's so many shows that are amazing here. Yeah. Um, we should go see Meltdown on Wednesday. I still haven't seen it yet. Well, that I don't, I don't know, know. That was like the first show, like the first show I saw that was like, I saw What's Up Tiger Lily. Which okay. Is, um, yeah, I saw that once. I don't know where it is now. Oh, it's iOS. It was. I think it's yeah. not there anymore. Yeah, so... I think it's going to be somewhere Yeah, else. I did, like, two open mics, and, like, it was a guy from my church. He, like, drove me around when I was in high school, and, like, I saw two open... I did two open mics, and then I saw that show. We, like, stopped by. It was free. watched, and then we did another one. I was like, whoa, this is What's so the Tiger Lily cool. was free? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's not free anymore. The, well, the one I saw was, it was, like, five bucks. Oh, yeah, it was free, and it was at this restaurant, like, called Tiger Lily? Yeah? I don't know. I don't know. It was at a restaurant, like a Chinese restaurant, and the palace. No, it was um, this air, little area called Gower Gulch, and like there's like all these. Oh, okay, shops, I know that. Like a Chinese restaurant in the corner, and yeah, it huh. was it was amazing. I was like, what the heck? This is like, Nick Thune was there. It was like one of my favorites. Yeah, he's cool. And uh, so then that, I was like, holy shit! Musical stand up. Did he have huh? his guitar? No, he like had it. His arm was broken or something. Oh. So he just did and regular like stand-up? Yeah, he was doing jokes that he, like, were in his special, because he was prepping for the special, but he was just standing and telling jokes. I think his last special was no music. No, there was a lot of music. Was there? In yeah, Folk there was Folk Hero? Yeah. Okay. He, almost all of it, like, <laughs> um... I don't know where I got that. Oh, he stood and did some stuff, like, like, where he talked to this guy in the crowd, he's like, man, you, you you're just really, you're really killing it as an audience member. He's like, I didn't know you were going to be here, but I'm really glad that you're here. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. He's like, yeah, he's like, this is something you just realize, like, after you do a bunch of shows, you do a couple of shows, and you're like, wow, there's a different audience each time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he, like, played a game with him called Truth or, like, he was like, you, you want to play Truth or Dare? I saw him do that at Tiger Lily. Yeah. He's like, what's your favorite uh, anti-drug campaign, Truth or Dare? <laughs> and then he did, um, then Ben Kronberg, this other comic, comes out and holds up a picture, and it's like Ruth or Claire. And it's like, if this is a picture of an old woman, is it Ruth? Or and then they just did, they did two more. It was like, like just rhyming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I love that special. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Um, there's a lot of great shows. Yeah, there's so much stand up out here. There's so there's also so much like, um, I went and saw. I heard of that movie. They came together. No. It's Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler, mm -hmm. and it's the movie is by the same guys who wrote um, Wet Hot American Summer. Have you seen okay. that movie? Um, hot no. Wet Sorry. Hot American Summer. It's like, it's like a total like farce type movie. Like uh, it's a this bunch is called of kids. They Came Together. Is this the one with like music? No, no, that's that's it. No, I don't think so. Okay. But the um. Yeah, the Wet Hot American Summer is, like, a total farce movie about, like, summer camp. Yeah. So it's, like, the counselors and the kids and whatever. Um, so then this one is a total farce on, like, 
romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of times where they're, like, talking about the movie, mm -hmm. but, like, while they're yeah. in it and stuff. So there's one part where he's, like, playing basketball with his friends, and then uh, Keenan is one of his friends, yeah. and he's like, uh, you know... I have, he's like, I have uh, five kids, and I think marriage is a great idea. That's the point of view I represent. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Very, like, uh, yeah. I saw the funniest joke, and, like, uh, like, I saw 22 Jump Street. Have you seen that yet? Uh, I still like, haven't seen the first one. It's hilarious. Like, the first one's really funny, and then the second one I thought was funnier. Good. And they had, like, an amazing joke. So, like, they go to college... And Channing Tatum tries out for the football team because they think, like, the suspect is on the football team. Okay. And so he's trying out on the football team, and there's a guy next to him, and, like, he's the quarterback, and they're just talking, and they seem to, like, hit it off, like, as friends. But so then they drop, like, he's eating, Channing Tatum's eating a sub sandwich. He drops the sandwich, and, like, like he has a Q-tip, too. I don't know why he's, like, using a Q-tip in his ear, but... um. The other guy had the sandwich, and he dropped it. Okay. Channing Tatum dropped his Q-tip into the sandwich, and they're like, oh, I got my Q-tip on your sandwich. And the guy's like, oh, that's, it's okay. Like, he's taking out the Q-tip. They're, like, kind of, like, talking, and it's, like, tension, but they, like, like each other. Like, oh, it's okay. You know, it's just, like, you know, I dropped it. He's like, that's okay. I'll still eat the sandwich. And he's like, he's like you got my, you, I got my Q-tip in your sandwich. And he's like, no, you, I got my, sa you got, I got my sandwich on your Q-tip. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, it's like a, like a, Q-tip sandwich. It's like a meat, a meat sandwich. Q-tip uh, meat. It's like a meat cute. Ah <laughs> and then, shit. And then the other guy goes like, "Oh look, guys, it's a meat cute." <laughs> and it's like something that you might not realize unless you like know about movies. Yeah. That's so funny. A <laughs> meat cute. Like, yeah. It's like, how do you yep. think of that? Because like, did you think of the joke and then <laughs> the Q-tip and the sandwich or like? It's awesome. I was like, what the heck? Meat cute. Yeah, it was, uh, like, such a great joke. <laughs> dude, I was, uh, 4th of July, I was driving to my buddy's place, and, um, and I was cruising at maybe, like, five miles an hour, and this girl almost, like, came out of her parking spot and, like, rammed yeah. right into me, and, um, I was like, oh, holy shit, like, the, whoa, mm -hmm. and then, um, the comedy brain part of me was, like, that probably would have been a pretty funny meat cute story. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, we missed our meat cute. <laughs> yeah, like, the <laughs> I don't know, like, you, you go to, like, a, you, you go to, like, a coffee shop and you see a cute girl and you're like, man, all I have to do is just bump into her with my coffee and spill it all over. <laughs> and then we're gonna fall in love. Yeah, that's how it works. I don't know, that's how I always that's see how the it. world works, man. Yeah, so you <laughs> fantasize. I don't know, my fantasy, my fantasy, like, meet cute, is like, um, like, I'm gonna live in San Francisco, like, I'm, at some point or something, I don't know, and then I'm gonna have a dog, that's for sure, I'm definitely getting a dog, and then I'm gonna walk every day, I'm gonna have my daily, like, you know, I go to the coffee daily shop, route. and I go get my coffee, and like, I'll have the usual, and then I get the usual... <laughs> And they know, like, exactly what it is. And mm -hmm. they, I have my couch where I, like, sit on every morning to yeah. drinking my coffee. And so the, the same, it's the same route, like, that I take to the coffee shop every way. And I, I live in, like, a nice neighborhood where, like, I can see people outside. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? And then so I'm walking. And then, like, my fantasy is, like, a girl will, like, you know, because dogs attract women. So then yeah. a girl, like, is, like, petting my dog. And then we just start talking. And then that's how I meet her. <laughs> and then that's, like... <laughs> How I meet the love of my life. That's like my fantasy. That's adorable, man. Yeah, and uh, I think it could happen with a little follow through. 
And a lot of planning. Well, I know I'm going to get a dog because I, I. What kind dad's of dog? 50, a, a Great Pyrenees. Uh, there's these like means. giant sheep dogs. Because okay. my dad always wanted a dog, and my mom's got bit by a dog, and she's like afraid of dogs. She went to the hospital. Yeah. And so my dad wants a Great Pyrenees, and they're hypoallergenic, so you can't get allergies. Yeah. And like my mom's out al has allergies, so like he he can get a dog. He's allergic to dogs, but you can get that dog because it's hypoallergenic. It's a nice, gentle dog. Everything's like fits except for the, mo the fact that my mom's she's scared to death. She, yeah. yeah, she's gonna say like, "Oh, I have allergies," or I have like, "Oh, you're not gonna feed it." But like her actual reason is because she's scared. Oh. So like, I'm gonna get that dog eventually for my dad. I told him that like on his 50th birthday. I was like, "That's my present to you <laughs> in the future." And so I get, I'm gonna get that dog and like just like live kind of close to my dad so that mm -hmm. he can come visit. That's like my. So it'll be happen. his dog, but you'll take care of it. Yeah, well, it's my dog. No, yeah, it's his dog, I guess. I don't know, it's our dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want to put any labels on it, all right? <laughs> but if I had to, it'd be my dog. And well, that's going to happen. Too. Like, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen, because that's not a hard thing to do. Yeah. Get a dog. Take care of it, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Something that I don't miss about having a dog is, like, um, you need to go to the bathroom? No, you need to go to the bathroom. The no, no, no. I'm talking to the dog. Oh, the invisible shoot. dog. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> you need to go to the bathroom. You, need, you need to go to the bathroom. Go, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you're their master. Like, <laughs> no. it's like uh, where you put a like, you put a like you uh, chain an elephant or something, and if you chain the elephant, uh, you know the elephant can't move, and then eventually, like over time, the elephant. Well, remember that, so then you can replace it with a rope, and the elephant still... Like, the elephant could just rip the rope out, but they're not smart enough to know that. Hmm. So they'll just stay there, even though it's just a rope. So it's like the same... You have a leash on them. They, they, they think that they have to ask you, no matter what. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> yeah. But I want a dog. Dogs are cool. Yeah. And then I actually, I actually like cats, but I'm allergic, so I can't uh, cats. Like, really allergic. You gotta get a hypoallergenic cat. Yeah, are there... Probably. Like uh, yeah, probably. Like, allergic <laughs> to pussy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched, uh, it's going to be really hard for your meat here. <laughs> do, you know, do you know Ron Funches? Yeah. yeah. I watched his half hour special. Oh, awesome. And, uh, yeah, and his last joke he did on Conan. He was like, like, did you guys know that 40% of all North American cats are obese? And then he's like, let me repeat it for the gravity. And he tells that, he's like, 40% of American cats are obese. He's like, he's like, that's not that big of a problem unless you like fat pussy. And then he throws, he's like, here's Skittles. And he throws Skittles in the audience. <laughs> that's his closer. Like a handful of Skittles? Yeah. And so they all just He did like... that on Conan, too. He actually threw Skittles into the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's it's awesome. amazing. I think, like, in, I think someone said, like, he did some local show. And, like, he threw weed. Instead, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he threw Skittles. Uh, oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Have you done the um, the at midnight game? Uh, the hashtag like wars on, like on Twitter. Mm -hmm. No, I haven't. Dude, it's fun. Yeah. Um, especially when it's like, ruin a children's book. But or you like, like see like you can see other people doing it as yeah. If you just search the the uh, the hashtag, hashtag, yeah. Yeah, I've like thought of stuff but like i've never like done it a bunch dude it's fun yeah yeah the show retweeted me one time that was pretty cool oh really yeah 
Um, it was, the thing was geeky porn. Yeah. And I'd put the walking head. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, there's so many, like, weird pornos. Like, Hills Have Thighs. That's a real one. That's real? Yeah, on Cinemax. Uh, the Hills Have Thighs. Yeah, there's a lot. Just like... I don't uh, know. There's ones people have, like, probably thought of, like, Call of Duty. I, like, Black Cocks, too. <laughs> but, I've thought of that, like, I'm sure a million people have thought of that, too. You could have done that. Geeky porn. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's too late. true. It's too late nah, now. I'm sure a million. That's so, that's so like, common. But, yeah. Call of Booty Black Cocks, too. Yeah. No, that's an original. I, I bet no one did that. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it that, that game that much, but At Midnight's a pretty good show. Like, I don't know. I've only it. seen, like, one episode. Oh, really? I like through, watching yeah. it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, cool. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And, like, Oh, one of the shows I was watching with my sister, like, they made an editing mistake uh, because, like, someone's score was, like, different. Like, Chris Hardwick asked the question, uh-huh. and, and then, like, they cut, and then, like, someone's score is, like, way up, and then they say a joke, and then the next joke, it's, like, way below. Huh. <laughs> so they edited it because, you know, they get the best ones. Yeah. And then they edit those in, but, like, there was a continuity error. <laughs> and that's, that was, like, the only one I saw. And the whole time we were like, what the fuck? Like, you can't What's happening? It. And then eventually we were just like, whatever. It's like, just there. It's, it's just an editing error. Fine. Yeah. But, Leave it alone. I mean, it's so obvious. I mean, not so obvious. Like, most people don't know it's fake. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the only way I started noticing stuff like that was, like, um, I took, like, a, you, I did Youth in Government. And, like, um... They had, like, you know, lawyers, but they also had, like, a broadcast media team, and we would, shoot, like, have news reporters and report mm. news. We would go to Sacramento and, like, have a whole s- simulation. What? Yeah, it's through the YMCA. Okay. And so, like, you have reporters. So, like, I got to see people edit and stuff, and, like, we learned about B-roll and, like, all that stuff. So then, and then I was, like, back home, and I was watching TV, and, like, I could just... I was watching a stand-up special, because I... And then, like, I just saw, like, different cuts. I was like, oh, that cut here, cut here... You know, like you noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Like and... I was like, oh, it doesn't matter the order of like the shots because the audio is the same. Yeah. I didn't know that, so you know. So then I started noticing, and I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Especially like they'll get a um, a shot of like audience laughter or something. Yeah, that could and be that like could anywhere. be from anywhere yeah. in the show. So and like, it's kind of something you know, but at the same time you would never know. Like you're in that illusion, and then. Once it's broken. <laughs> oh, Once but, it's broken, then so is your heart. <laughs> but then you keep, then you, uh, over time, you forget about that. And you yeah. just watch normally. And then you, you re-surrender to the suspension of disbelief. Yeah, suspension, yeah, like, I, I watched this dance competition um, at UCLA. Like, they have this giant, pla- like, Deneb Plaza room, and they would, they have, like, events there. And they had a huge dance competition, and this guy came all the way from like not came there but like he was from he's from japan he's a professional b-boy dancer in japan he just happened to be in la and then this other guy found out about the competition from one of his friends he didn't go to ucla and so they come and like this guy's a professional b-boy dancer he just dominates like kills everyone because he's immensely better than everyone (laughs) but like i'm like my friend marcellus who like also does stand-up he's like he also used to do he was a professional dancer yeah and so he performed in it but he's like not as uh, polished because he hasn't done it in a while 
and like you know I'm I'm like oh my god that's crazy how he's doing all these and then my Marcel's is like oh that's just like a backhand twist thing like I can I can't do that anymore but I used to be able to do like oh. so they you know once you know how it works you're like mm, I can eventually if I keep working I can do that yeah it's like stand ups like a similar way except the muscle like you gotta the more you do it the more you remember it's like I could be this good if I really there's yep. a poss there's it's actually possible to be good this way but like before you're like it's impossible. Like, there's no way I'm going to be this good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still, I still see, like, really good people. I'm like, I, I still don't know if I'm ever going to be that good. <laughs> but, like, it's possible through yeah. practice. But it's such a, like, weird thing. Yeah, it's a muscle. If you, the more you work at it, the more, the more you're going to learn and grow and get better at it. And then Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's people that you might not ever be that good, <laughs> like Louis C.K., but, like. Don't you ever you, say that. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, I know. He's, um, but, like, yeah. you know, someone, like, doing a half-hour special, it's like, that's not too far-fetched. Yeah. When you see it and you're like, yeah, it's a little, a little inspirational. And yeah. I always get down on myself, and I'm like, I end up writing a bunch. And then you get a C from your mom, and then she, and then yeah. you're like, damn um, it, and then you get all disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> from my mom. <laughs> I get, yeah. <laughs> You're like, why am I getting grades from my mom on stand-up? No, oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, I don't know, but it's still cool. It's still fun to watch. What's yeah. your What's your favorite part about doing stand-up? Favorite part? I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously it's fun. Like, getting laughs is probably the best part about stand-up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, the process of coming up with jokes is fun. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's more, like, if you, it's fun, and then you, if it doesn't work, you're like, this sucks. So, I feel like, yeah, it's laugh-driven. Yeah. Uh, probably for me a little bit. So, like, the reaction you get from the crowd? Yeah, I mean, like, that sounds, I think that sounds selfish. There's other reasons it is, I want to do it. It is a little selfish, but, like, at the same point, like, it feels good to, like, know that you're both feeling yeah. the same i think right now just because like i'm not where like when i get more established and i can actually talk about things that i really want to talk about mm -hmm. like that's happening slowly like there's bits like i'm getting more excited for bits than i was before yeah but then there's sometimes when i'm really excited for it and it's not what i want it to be so then i'm like sad but no there's a lot of stories that like i not story just experiences that yeah. i think are important for me to say um, and like, I think you gotta they, find like funny ways to say them. Yeah. Well, I'm really, I don't know. It's like one of those things where you have to like, um, cause I used to like write a lot of one-liners and like yeah. Dimitri Martin is like one of my favorites and like he writes one-liners, but he's like, if you want to write something about yourself, he's like, it has to pass the who gives a shit test. <laughs> and like he's written like, uh, he has a BBC special, like, yeah, if I. and that's amazing. And that's about him. It's really good. And it is people should give a shit because like his story is unique and it's relatable yeah. and it's important what he says and mm -hmm. then he has a message at the end yeah that's who gives a shit test he passed it you yeah. know what i mean so like i think like i'm slowly realizing there are a lot of stuff there is a lot of stuff that i have to say that passed that test you yeah. know what i mean like the like this like when i first got inspired to like not be a surgeon i had a friend who like recently she wanted to do science uh she goes to uc riverside and she switched to film and uh psychology and like she's like i always wanted to be creative but like and but now i finally know i want to do it and she was like you were actually the first your story was actually the first little 
like spark that I had to like not do that. That's awesome. And I was like, because I remember telling it like back then, and like I, it was so vivid, and like I was all fired up because I had all that passion. Yeah, yeah. And I like would tell it to people and stuff, and very detailed and like very passionate. And, like, yeah. <laughs> you have to follow. Follow <laughs> so, your dreams. Yeah. So she, um, yeah, I remember telling it to her, and because she was like a really good friend. So yeah. I so mean, she's doing comedy now, or not comedy, but she what? like wants to do film uh, oh, in some cool. way. I, I'm not sure what she's gonna do, but she wants to do not medical school. That's yeah. Which I could have. I'm. I probably ruined her life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if, it, if things work out, what I said matters. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. That's what I mean by like who gives it. Like if there's things who I gives can a say shit test. that like will actually impact people. She gave a shit. I want to. Yeah, she gave a shit. So like. I'm realizing there's a lot of things that I have to say and perspectives that I have that, like, are actually unique. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, you're like, oh, people think of this all the time. And then you're like, no, actually, this is, I'm the first person to think this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I think there's stuff like that yeah, that I will and if, share. And if you're not the first person to think, like, oh, creative instead of science or whatever, then you're, like, that experience is unique to you. Like, yeah. So, like, there's stuff I want to say, and then there's people that just want to get laughs, or they just want to make people happy, like, with laughs. I think I'm more focused on saying something first. Making a difference. But, obviously, You want to be the president. Yeah, but, like, you can't get anyone to listen. <laughs> you can't get anyone to listen to you until you have something that engages them. Yeah. Which is laughter. Mm -hmm. But, like, I want to say something first. It's, like, a weird thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, once you've made them laugh, then you've won, yeah, once their, I, you've won their attention. Yeah, once I can start once I'm a good performer then I can it's like you have to have that credibility for people to listen to what you say yeah you have to have a career for people to actually care what you're saying so that's what you have to do and then now you can start saying whatever the fuck you want no one cares because <laughs> you're famous like you know what I mean not what? famous I don't want to be famous <laughs> right but yeah maybe like Tara Reid famous yeah. Where you're still kind of famous and people kind of know who you are but they won't say that they you know. can go to the store Tara Reid's a porn star, right? No. <laughs> She's an actress. I was thinking of a porn star. Damn She's... it. God damn it. Why is this recording? No! Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, she's from... Do you got it? Do you know what she's from? I forgot. American Pie? Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. She's also... Uh, she, she was in Sharknado, which I didn't see. Okay, but... Tara, I don't know Tara Reed, Tara. but you know the name though. Yeah, but why she's did I... she's blonde. Oh, okay. she's in Van Wilder. Okay. Have you seen that movie? No, I know the name, but like, <laughs> I, yeah, I know she is probably. <laughs> Who is the person? I'm... As soon as you saw her, then you'd be like, oh. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not gonna name the one that I actually was thinking. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay. I thought you were saying like she's famous, but no one will say what she is because she's a porn star. Oh no. And then. <laughs> oh, this sucks that I know this. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Man. It's all organic. This is the yeah. best. Yeah, yeah. The best way. <laughs> but yeah, um, nah, yeah, I, I'd want to be that point. It's like where I can. If Well, I don't know, like, with stand up, since I'm so new, it's like, you could. It's like the same thing where how I want to be a surgeon, but I didn't know what being a surgeon really meant. Yeah. Because there's a whole 12 years of backstory to it, and there's cutting people open which is also nerve-wracking and there's all saving, that medical school there's all this like, stuff and you're but you just have the idea of a surgeon yeah and so like the idea of a stand-up is just like you see them on tv they're making you laugh yeah but all the backstory is like they had to go on the road and like be alone a lot and mm -hmm. so i don't know if 
I still don't know if I'm like I want to. I like the idea of like selling out theaters yeah. and having an audience to like share what I want to say. Yeah. But I don't know if I like the idea of all the stuff before, which is like shitty road gigs and like. I mean, good you got to be prepared for all of it. No, yeah. So that's what I'm. So I'm trying to figure out if that's like. Yeah. What I want, because the other alternative is you can always stay in LA and do you do real gigs and stuff, but and you could do go to writing first. Writing, yeah. You could, you could like film. You could. Um, yeah. You could be like a writer director. Yeah, but I know that the thing, the outlet that I want to to. Like, for what I want to say is always going to be writing. Because I used to, I write a lot of poetry, and that's, like, what I first started writing. It was, mm-hmm. like, when I was, like, 14, <laughs> I started writing <coughs> shitty diary poetry, like, close, <laughs> close to diarrhea. Diarrhea poetry. Diarrhea. <laughs> no, just, like, you just spew it out, you know? <laughs> you spew out the diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, venting, like, you know, I started writing it to, like, vent. And uh, that was, like, the first thing. So that, so then stand up, and then I write started writing like little jokes and then now it's like going back to like I'm trying to be introspective again because there's a lot of stuff I want to like figure out yeah in my mind so writing since I don't write poetry anymore it's like I have to write it out and stand up but then you have to make it funny so it's like a different challenge whereas poetry is like if you're a diary you could write whatever you want and it's poetry now it's you. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean because it doesn't have to rhyme it doesn't have to have meter just, it just like, yeah isn't that what po- it's just poetry technically is like if you just write it on a page it's poetry <laughs> that's what poetry is dude slam poetry makes me mad <laughs> no slam poetry though good slam poetry is is there's a technique yeah and with anything good there's a technique <laughs> but yeah. because because I I met a um I did a writing camp over the summer mm-hmm. um last summer yeah last summer and there was a resident like artist that came with us and I was in creative writing and he was slam not slam poet but spoken word poet he's been on Def Jam poetry like two or three times mm-hmm. and that's poetry like you saw him perform the he's Jamaican or something so he had like an accent and do the like, accent oh, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so he had an accent and he told his poetry but there's definitely a technique and he was telling a story in these poetries but the rhythm and way, the way he was it's the same way in like stand-up yeah. it's like even people Your who are like telling jokes like there's a cadence yeah. to it there's you have to cut a word because if you have that extra little syllable it's gonna sound weird like mm-hmm. that's what he was doing with his poetry and you just don't realize that you just well this sounds cool some way like but it's the same way like that's poet like that's slam poetry yeah. there's a lot of shitty slam poets it's not just moving your arms around because he wasn't necessarily doing that. He was only moving it when he needed to, to yeah. for the story. It was all about for the emphasis story. emphasis. And... Yeah, so he was amazing. And, like, um, he did this arts and culture presentation. Like, their poet, their artists and residents would talk about, like, art and its relation to culture. And, like, his main thing that he said, which is, like, I think is true, if you think about all, he says, art, all great art is about challenging the exclusivity of space, which is, like, a very complicated way of just what? saying... <laughs> yeah. Art is about challenging what's expected. Like, okay, okay. it's just dumb. Like, you don't need to say all these... Whatever. The exclusivity of guy. space. Because <laughs> what exclusivity of space and that, like, this space is what's... This is what's supposed to happen in this space. Right, right. So he, he was talking about, like... So when you have the punchline, it's yeah. supposed to make you go, huh? What? Yeah. So, like, there's painters that um, would... This one painter took like Renaissance paintings, and he inserted like inner city black men into this, saying like, "This is of the new Renaissance." You know, like it's mm. not expected, but like 
you could apply that statement to like any art if you think about it any stand-up you can think of any great stand-up you can apply that statement and it's like a weird thing like there's people like louis ck who are saying things that aren't expected of stand-up yeah or there's people that are doing things that aren't expected of stand-up like mitch hedberg who's saying he's nervous on stage like, <laughs> yeah. stand-ups aren't supposed to be nervous you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah so that's like whatever you want like you could challenge the form or you can challenge the content mm -hmm. and i was like wow that's like fucking mind-blowing but like when that's he deep. was saying it i was like what does that mean what does that mean and then he just kept going and going you're like oh that's what it means and everyone else is like i don't know what the fuck that means <laughs> like, i know what it means i listen you're like i got it yeah yeah so that's like i think that's really true of, but it if you want it to be art you could do stand-up and never consider it art so yeah that's and true. there's people that want to do that who are like just in it for the money or yeah not just in it for or like i said just they just want to make people laugh and like that's yeah. not a bad thing yeah. but if you want to do art it's like art is uh like art when you think of it it's like a weird definition yeah I don't know. it can be challenging or it can yeah. be easy i think art is like i think art like to me is like anything that elicits strong emotion from you yeah and i don't think like i've read somewhere it's like laughter is not an emotion it's like a like a, re a reaction. biological reaction that you have something to something but like a lot of comedians they will make you not just laugh you know but think but think when yeah. you think then it's an emotion like or when you feel empathy for the person or when you feel sad for them but you're laughing at the same time that's yeah. like i think that that it becomes art yeah but i love dude i just thought of the louis ck bit where he's talking about the um it's like i hate verizon He's like, like, you don't hate Verizon. You just hate that it takes so long to, yeah. to go. He's like, can you give it a second? Yeah. It's, it's go all the way up to space. Oh, I was going to ask, do you have a cell phone charger? For yeah, yeah. Android? Oh, I should have charged it earlier. Because I'm going to go to open mic after. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I always bring my charger. I forgot to bring my charger. Um, You're responsible, man. Yeah, man. Have you been to Echoes Under Sunset yet? I haven't, but I heard okay. it's good. Do you know how far like Echo Park would be from here? Like drive, pretty uh, close, right? Probably twenty minutes. I don't even know. Okay, whatever. I have till seven. We're so. we're like at sunset and the one hundred and one. Oh much, yeah, so yeah, so we're, that gives you an idea. Set. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, Louis C.K. Which bit? Yeah, the I hate Verizon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes you think. And it's yeah. satire. It's like you like this could be in a book. You know what I mean? Like, just told in a different way. You yeah. know, like, a scene in a book where this guy is on a plane. Yeah. You know, it's saying the same message, but he's just saying it. Yeah, the yeah the, on the plane thing with the Wi-Fi. It's like, there's no Wi-Fi? Oh, that's bullshit. It's yeah. Like, You're sitting in metal. Yeah, <laughs> Impossibly flying through the air. So I think, like, that's what art is. Yeah. And I think, like, you could apply that to anything, like, it with, within reason. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I was like listening to Pete Holmes or something, and like, you, you made it weird. Yeah, yeah and he's like, I think the best way to make it art is like to to not make it art or something. Like to not like the best way for it to become art is to like not approach it as art as for as art at first and just let it happen. Yeah. So that's like hard. That's it's like very counterintuitive. Oh man, yeah. His his podcast is great. Um. I like to I like to think that this one gives the same type of feel yeah. where it's just like free form there's still there's still a couple of things I covered yeah I've covered them 
covertly because yeah. I have I have the three but questions written down in case I want. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, the same things that he. No, no, no. Um, the questions I have are uh, like, what's your dream, ultimate yeah. goal thing, uh, favorite part about doing stand up, and then um, where do you work? Do you have a day job? Um, no. Well, because I'm going to school. Right. But right now I'm not working at all either. Yeah. Because just like doing, you know, I thought like I want to have nights free and just be able to sleep in. For the <laughs> yeah. um, but I work on Sundays at my church and I work 12 hours a week, right. but it's like really good pay. It's above minimum wage, hmm. like 12, hour, $12 an hour for the first seven hours and then $18 an hour for the next five hours. Whoa. So it's like good enough to for now. That, and that's one day? Yeah, it's all one day. Damn. Just the only thing is you have to wake up like insanely early and you're working till 8 p.m. at night. Yeah. So it's a little exhausting. <sighs> Sounds it's a like a good job though. It's good money-wise though. Yeah, so I don't have anything right now. Hmm. And then school in the fall. Yeah. I was thinking of like maybe getting something super flexible like I don't know, a waiter, whatever, at a restaurant or something, but then I was like... During the day, though? No, no, probably be at night. Oh, yeah, see, that would be hard. But, yeah, it would be hard to, like, do stand-up then, because yeah. then it's like, oh, can you cover my shift? Can you cover my shift? Yeah. Can do you, you just cover every shift? Like, do you get paid to be, like, uh, a doorman, like, at a comedy club? or? Yeah. Does, sometimes they don't, right? I don't know. Like, I think at the comedy store, they don't pay you. Really? Yeah. To be a I doorman think, I think, um... But it's probably different out of their clubs because comedy stores like work your way up or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. But yeah, I don't know what else they have. I think you could. But yeah, until like until then, I'm just kind of um, chipping away. Yeah, see, I don't know how that whole thing works. Like, where you have to get road gigs and you have to. Obviously, like I shouldn't worry about that, but it's like I'm so not upset like i'm so like i read a lot about it so yeah it's like I f i'm like oh i know like this person did and like but it's like i have no idea really how it works but yeah. like just i think I part know, of going on the road is like you call places ahead of time yeah well and i mean initially say, it's like you just open for people i think you know yeah and then once you're like doing a bunch of clubs you then you can start establishing relationships yeah. i think and then be like, hey, remember when I came? And but you can't just call, like, right now. <laughs> well, you probably happen. could. Hmm? You probably could. Oh, like, that's depending true. On, depending on the night, like, you could just do, like, bar gigs or whatever, just all around, and then just be like, um, would it would it pay? And they're like, well, yeah. Yeah. Bring in entertainment. And then, I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I don't know 100% yeah, how it works. Yeah, but I would, but... I'm not going to worry about that yet. <laughs> yeah. But... You're going on the road right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... Part of that kind of scares me. It's like yeah. being alone for. But I'm sure you're not alone at first. You're with like with other comics. Yeah. So that doesn't sound. Scary that sounds like fun. Yeah, it sounds fun to me, and I I feel like I can. There's like very few people that I like, don't get along with. Yeah. And I'll find a way to like get along with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I've never like you I've have, never like you have a lot of enemies. Let's just get that yeah, out there. I've never <laughs> had like a roommate where I was like. I've had people that I eventually did not like, but I'm too much of, like, a soft person to, like, tell them that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got you'll just, bullied. You'll just yeah. deal. Like, I got bullied in high school by this one kid, and, like, what happened was, like, I got close to him um, because, like, 
like we were friends, but also like I thought he was kind of popular and stuff in mm -hmm. high school. So we became good friends, and then he started like I became like the the one like the one that gets picked on by like the friend group. Huh. But like yeah, he spread rumors and like picked on me and stuff. What? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I where got... does this guy live? <laughs> I'll beat him up for oh, you. Yeah. No, but, but then I had so then I found like my group of friends in high school that like. I hung out with, like, kids that live on my street and, like, some other people, this other kid that went to my school. And I saw that kid in, like, a fair, um, this fair in Culver City where, like, all the high schoolers would go to. Yeah. And, like, my, f that kid that, like, bullied me, um, said hi to me. And then my friend, Henry, he just, like, as that kid, he's like, what's up, Nathan? And then Henry just, like, stares at him. He just goes, like, you bullied. Like, <laughs> like he wouldn't let him, me, like, I'm like, hi, hey, you're, he's like, yeah. you you bullied him, right? <laughs> like, you were fucked up to him. And I'm just like, oh, it's okay, Henry. You don't have to. He's like, no, you say sorry right now. Like, <laughs> and then Jeremy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Kind of like a little bit like laughing, like not really that serious. Yeah. And he's like, no, say sorry for real. And he's like, yeah, sorry, whatever. And then he just like leaves. So like my friend stood up for me. <laughs> good. Yeah, so he's a good friend. Good. But like at the same time, I didn't really, I wasn't the one to do that. <laughs> At the same time, you were like, no, no, it's cool. We're all good here. We're... Yeah, so I'm very, like, not confrontational. Well, yeah. I mean, comedy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. Well, this, yeah. Has been, this has been pretty good. I feel yeah, like it's huh? a good uh, spot to jump off. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, are you going to do it with Anthony Dale or whatever? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, wait, how long have you been doing this? Like, did this, you start in San Diego? This is episode 28 right you now. You started in San Diego? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I got to have a bunch of cool comics from down there. And um, the episode that's coming out tomorrow is one of my best friends. And the episode that came out last week was one of my best friends. Like, okay. we were roommates. And yeah. We've, we've known each other for, like, 15 years. Yeah. 16 years now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, so sometimes, like, it's not always a comic, but it's always someone yeah. where I'm like, I want to talk to this person yeah. and get their story kind cool, of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't ask everyone, like, what's your favorite part about doing stand-up? <laughs> I'll vary, I'll vary nah, the yeah, questions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have any gigs coming up? Do you no, have... I'm sorry. Do you have uh... I just made a fake tw a Twitter account. Yeah? Not mine. It's like... Sad rapper, at at sad rapper at ASAP sad, and at I just like, ASAP yeah, sad, and I just made it and like I'm trying to like update it every day, but it's just like a like a like because I'm pretty good at like coming up with like like um like swag so full like like puns like swag so full I got the bitch pregnant like stupid <laughs> like things like that yeah. and so it's just like like a rapper who's like doing like bragging about his swag and like how many bitches he fucks, but like at the end of each rhyme is just like him really sad about something. <laughs> like, wait, Hashtag depressed. Like, wait, let me show you. <laughs> yeah, but it's only I just made it yesterday. Do you have your own Twitter? Yeah. What's your I What's been, your? I don't really update it anymore. What's your Twitter? Or I haven't been updating it. Um, uh, at torn up sock. Torn um, up sock. Yeah, I was bored, so I was like trying to make one of those like fake ones. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of Twitter accounts that I follow that have just, like, a fake picture of someone. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, and then they're hilarious. Like, they're just hilarious yeah. jokes. And it's like, the name is like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> but it's Nathan, <laughs> it's Nathan Mosier and then at Torn Up Spot. But yeah, I want this one. To, I want to start updating this one. Let me see. I'll just like read one. Um, I don't know, I gotta come up with more. I'm trying to like just do like like 15 each day. Just like <laughs> um, just flood the internet. Yeah. Let's see. Um, what's a funny one that someone like put a bunch? Um, I'll just read anyone. Uh, they might not all be good. <laughs> Call me a mailman, your girl want the package. Pounding hard, giving her that Randy Savage. Maybe if I didn't act so hard, women would see the true me. I just, <laughs> I don't know, that's funny. Um, oh, let me just go for it. Ball so hard, Cinderella almost missed me. Rapper so lame, all they try to do is diss me. I'm so in debt, man, I spent all my savings. My mom helps me out. <laughs> Swag so strong They call me Iron Man My life, my wife left me Now they call me crying man. Carol you bitch Always did my best Then you just left <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just gonna keep updating it That's pretty See good. what happens So <laughs> I just plug that Retweet it or something At ASAP Rap a ASAP Sad Oh whoops Like ASAP in capitals But it's just sad At ASAP Sad I have 34 followers now. Like your, like your rap name is ASAP? Yeah, but I'm sad. <laughs> At ASAP sad. Running laps around these rappers, you'd swear I was a track star. She'd want to ride my train, she ain't even got a tap card. I ride the bus, and it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think if I just keep, I don't know. Yeah. I used to look at this one Twitter account, uh, Rap Like Lil Wayne. Yeah. Have you read that? Uh -uh. And I don't know, I feel like a bunch of people update it, because it's like, it was like coming out, like, over two days, like, like a thousand of these, like, oh. tweets. It was like It could have been, could have been automated. Yeah, I don't know, but it was like really stupid, like, like, um, like, stealing iPhones in the, in the hood, call that Apple Jacks. Just yeah. like, really stupid, like, because you know how he like, always does that, like, yeah. Uh, I see OPH 101 I got that Hotivo Like <laughs> He always does stuff like that So It's just like a bunch of Like really stupid Like bored while I'm skating Call that skateboard yeah. <laughs> And so I used to read that It was so funny So I don't know I got I was like bored So I think I got this idea For like Alright I'm pretty good at coming. At ASAP said All 16 of you listeners Oh you have 16 consistent nah, I don't know No <laughs> I don't It's hard to keep track Cause like I can, How do you keep track? There's what like, is this on? It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, oh, oh, wow, iTunes. That's yeah. legit. Yeah, I mean, anyone, do that? anyone can put... Oh, okay. Yeah, but like you have to have the domain, or you don't even really have to have a domain. Is there Pandora for podcasts? Um, no, that would be, I don't think so. That would be kind of weird. Yeah, because it's, like it's too long. long. Yeah. Thumbs down. Just... Um, yeah, but Stitcher... Uh, that has its own like tracking system, uh -huh. and it's um, it's kind of hard to track it just by looking off of that. On SoundCloud, is that a podcast thing? Yeah, but like you have to pay oh, a certain so amount like each yeah. month, and yeah. then if you're like once your space gets up to so much, then you have to pay more. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, Stitcher has its own tracking system. iTunes doesn't, mm -hmm. so. The only way that I know if people listen to it on iTunes is if there's like, like a rating or a review. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So comment. Huh? Do like. <laughs> well, it's cool. People 
find it, maybe. Yeah. You can, oh. Or, like, it's your friends or something, or... So it's Mosier? Yeah, M-O-S-H-E-R. But it's pronounced Mosier? Yeah, like, yeah, with a Like Z-H. Scott Mosier. Yeah, Mosier. Yeah. Okay, so this has been Nathan Mosier. Oh. <laughs> I just introduced you. Don't worry, I do a, an intro. Oh, cool. <laughs> but this... This has been uh, You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. You and Me and Thoughts and Talk. Wow. Yeah. Shortened, it's Yamatat. And then... Um, it's like four... I have Yamatat.com. So people can... What? People can go to Yamatat.com and then, like, find... Um, they can just listen to it straight off of there. Yeah. Or they can listen to it off iTunes and Stitcher. I think it's better if it's off iTunes and Stitcher. Probably. Yeah, well... Cool, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, stop listening. <laughs>